My friends, my friends, my friends, my friends, welcome to Wake Up Legendary. My name is Dave Sharp. I'm the CEO and the pilot of this fantastic show. All right. We're going to be bringing this thing in for a landing here towards the end, maybe 30, 45 minutes. We could even go an hour. Who knows? Just make sure you put your seatbelt on because today it's going to be a a lot of turbulence, my friends. There's going to be a lot of turbulence in the air. And the reason why is because we have somebody who has re well, I've watched his journey over the past, I don't know, 18 months, two years, something like that. And I've seen him rise up uh, like a phoenix from the ashes. And he's recently had some more accomplishments that I'm excited to hear from him. Josh Smith, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, how's it going, Dave? Thanks for having me here. Hey, man. Wow. How much have you contributed here to this community and this company over the last year? It has been so cool to have uh, more of your time. And I guess there's there's um, something that more of your time has recently become available. What's new in your world? Whew. Yeah, where to, where to even start? 2020 was probably the craziest year of my whole entire life. And that's a great segue into that because I, I, want, I wanted to mention Yesterday, actually, I was getting back into some of some of the training and everything that you all have. And I had through some of it and I was like, oh, there I am. Oh, here I am again. <laughs> there was like a couple different trains. And I just kind of had this like surreal moment and it hit me and I started reflecting back on 2022. And I was just like, my life, you know. I thought 2021, I made progress and strides in my life. And then I look back at 2022 and I'm just like, how did I even, how, how, how did all this happen? You know, it's like somebody pinched me. Is this, is this real life? Like, you know, I quit my job in 2022 or retired. I like to tell people I'm officially retired from the corporate rat race, um, living, living retired life, just been enjoying it. So it's, wow. it's been a heck of a year. <laughs> wow. And, and remind everybody, what was your corporate job? Uh, yeah. So I did sales, customer service and digital marketing of all things for, um, a, a coffee equipment supplier. So we, okay. they designed so, wow. and manufactured coffee equipment and we sold it on the internet. So, so you had three jobs, it sounds like. So you retired from three corporate jobs. Well, if you want to double it, all, there, was actually, there was actually two brands in two stores that I was. Doing. So <laughs> if you want to double it all, it was like six jobs. <laughs> so that happened since, since the mastermind that's happened here, even since you did the five day reels challenge for us, that's happened since then. Yep. Yeah, I wow. think it was September, like the middle of September, I'm pretty sure was my my last days with that company and in the corporate world. So wow, congrats on that, man. So how has that and in for those of you who are wondering what Josh's backstory is, um he really just got started in this community the same way that everybody else did, right? I mean, you came through the 15 day challenge. What did did you have a secret side door, back door, or am I would nope. you would you grade your experience consistent with everybody else's experience at the beginning, and then we're all faced with that, you know, with many along the way, you know, kind of quit and bail out, uh, or kind of continue on and continue to uh, take those leaps of faith. So, anyways, would you consider your entrance in now looking back consistent with everybody else's? I would say it's pretty consistent. Sometimes I get a little jealous when I see. 
you know, these, these new people coming in here and they take over the top spots on the leaderboard. And it seems like they just started like a month or two ago. I'm like, what, what the heck, you know, <laughs> cause for me, you know, it was a lot of up and down at the beginning. You know, a lot of my backstory is starting the business behind my, my back, uh, my wife's back, um, her finding out about it from somebody at work, you know, quitting the business for eight months, cold Turkey, um, working on my relationship with my wife in and out of counseling, you know, getting that right, then getting back into it. So, and then, you know, having some success and experiencing all the ups and downs and the roadblocks along the way and the distractions of the new shiny products out there, the new shiny offerings. And, you know, finally, I feel like 2022 is just like, man, I finally put my head down and really, really focused and just went, went all in. That's, that's kind of, you know, the very short version of all of it, but like, yeah. been a lot of ups and downs. But I mean, the, there is, it's pretty powerful that you took eight months off and that was in 2021, right? Um, no, that was, so that was, in, was that in well, from, yeah, like about midway through 2020 um, into early 2021. So through Christmas, through Christmas, you were, you were there kind of getting the home front straight. I I've been there many times. Yeah. Um, and so, so, so that also demonstrates the power to me of the fact that, you know, wow, you came back and after taking eight months off, starting and stopping or starting and getting distracted, starting and hey, something came up in your life. You had a priority that you needed to focus on and that was your choice and your decision. Whatever the reason is, we most of us have something big that comes up. And whether we're able to balance both or whether we have to come back in and start over, it provides a lot of hope that you were able to come back in and, and whether, you know, restart basically and have this massive, you know, all these massive monumental achievements, you know, like being able to, as you say, become a guest trainer here, earn great money. I mean, I, I know some of what you earn because you're an affiliate for us. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty, I mean, just here alone, that's, that's been pretty astounding to see uh, you put up some serious numbers. But then to be able to go on and quit your job and make a real career out of it, again, after you stopped for eight months, I just wonder who in the audience that's maybe giving some hope to like it is for me, because I think some of us, when we when we stop something, we think, oh, I can't go back or there's feelings of shame or embarrassment or whatever, which are all magnified in our own head, by the way. Yeah. Because was there any judgment for me? I probably didn't even notice or anybody else. It's just kind of like, hey, Josh, how you doing? What? Yeah. You know, but we make it up in our head. We're like, oh, I can't go back. I can't do that. I, you know, or it, it, did any of that cross your mind when you were coming back? Or what would you say to somebody who is needing to seriously restart and just leave, let bygones be bygones and leave the past in the past? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say there's no better time than now. Like, you know, I'd say that in back in 2020, I'd say that back in 2021, I'd say it last year, I'd say it now, I'll probably say it for the next 10 years. You know, if, if you've been struggling, you know, if you started and stopped or you're thinking about getting started, like there's no better time than the present moment. Um, it, you know, especially if you're one of those people who, who has started 
and you've ran into something in the past, like, man, it, it it's, it's the past. I know it's easy for me to say that now, but you can't change the past. You, you can't go back. And it's like super ninja hack for entrepreneurs, like people in general, life in general, if you can learn how to leave the past in the past, you're going to be a heck of a lot more happy in the present. That's for sure. And you're going to make a lot more of an impact for your. You're right. That is a great life skill. It's a ma I would almost go as far as to say, Josh, that it's a mandatory entrepreneur skill. Oh, I mean, 100%. unless you can. Uh, well, the other, it's either, it's leave resentment in the past. And if you have a chip on your shoulder, that's fine. Use it as motivation. But if it paralyzes you, you have to do something with it. You have to put that rock down. It's because it's not really paralyzing you. What, what it really is, is it's like carrying around a bag of the past. And so often, it, you know, to be an entrepreneur, we either, as you say, need to drop the bag. And I think there's actually a book out there called Drop the Bag. Uh, and it's about, I, I believe it's about these kind of things, leaving the past in the past. Um, but I, I would say that you've also had a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. You kind of, you're, you're a guy who, you know, there's also some, some you, you, were, you were a college athlete, you got injured, you know, that dream didn't come through for you. And I'm really inspired by the fact that you also kind of used, you know, you didn't let that get you so down. And now you're retired at 33 and, and your body's probably healthier than it would have been if you had come out of the NFL here around this time. What, what, what do you say about lost, you know, this is a, a saying that I got from 12 step recovery, lost dreams awaken, new possibilities arise. What do you say to the person who's had a dream that didn't come true in the past I don't know whether it was a marriage, a business, a sports career, a job, and they're feeling like um, a second chance is not possible. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny that you use the word resentment because I've been a lot of the content I made last month. Um, I talked about resentment a lot and I shared a lot more of my story with my audience. And, you know, if, if you if you have a dream, right, and you give up on it or you you quit for whatever reason it is like for me you know, the college football thing happened. Uh, I did get injured a lot, but that's not the reason I gave up on the dream. The reason is because I got my now wife who was, you know, not even really my girlfriend at the time, just kind of my fling. I ended up getting her pregnant, unfortunately. Um, and so I thought it was the right thing to do to, to give up on my NFL dream and figure out how to, you know, just provide for my family because that's what, you know, society to do like you know you have to provide go to work get a job provide for your family and so i gave up on that dream and what i also did while while giving up on that nfl dream was i also gave up on my dream of being different you know kind of like thinking outside of the box not not having to give in to what society tells you to do and i did i i, I did whatever i had to do to make money i went and i got a job and i you know you know, I told myself, I fed myself over and over again, you know, I'm doing the right thing. I'm, I'm doing the right thing. This is what I need to be. Doing. But all throughout that, while I'm giving up on both of these dreams at the same time, I'm building up mm. resentment towards my wife, towards my firstborn daughter, because I'm giving up on my dreams. And as a human, I need an excuse for why I did that. Right. I had a reason to quit and I need an excuse for that. I need a way to justify it. And so subconsciously, I'm blaming it on them. And what's happening is, you know, for a year and a half, I'm in the, 
jumping around from different jobs, providing for my family. And I'm miserable. Uh, I'm treating them like I'm an absent father. I'm not doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing because I have all this resentment built up inside my heart because I blame them. When in reality, there was nobody else to blame but myself. <laughs> like, so, you know, it took me a long time to realize that. I had to do a lot of work um, in counseling, in, in just self-reflection to, to figure it out. But I'm, yeah. I'm much better for it now. And it's all, Tracy, it's all part of what took me here. So. Tracy said that was an unexpectedly real answer. Thank you for sharing. I agree. Um, I love how you, I love how you, the frame that you, that you put that in um, and that sort of, that sort of, um, because you could, as many of us do, choose a completely different frame or choose the old frame that you are continuing to see that that situation through and continue to, um, you know, we through there's another saying in recovery. I'll repeat through uh, not taking personal responsibility, we actually create our own problems. And I found that to be true, you know, that all of my problems, every single one of them boils down to me not taking personal responsibility regardless of what others are, are doing and so how have you by taking all this like kind of i can tell you've done the work i can tell you've taken the time off to 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 get the awareness around this it's really cool to hear um how has that changed you and how has that changed you as an entrepreneur oh man i think it's i think it's 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 freed me, so to speak, for, for lack of a better word. It's a really freeing feeling, you know, to, to, to know what's going on, to understand your emotions, to understand what's going on deep down. Um, it, it frees you as a person. It, it frees you as an entrepreneur. And it's allowed me to take the next steps in my business. And more importantly, it's allowed me to take the next steps in my relationship. Like, yeah, especially with my wife, like our relationship is stronger than it's ever been. You know, we're coming up on our seven year anniversary and, you know, I got a, I got a letter from the in-laws this past year. Um, you know, the, my, my father-in-law, basically he wrote me a letter saying all this stuff. And, you know, I didn't think you guys were going to make it past one year. You know, he's like, I can't believe how much you've changed how much, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start tearing up <laughs> talking about it, but you know, it's like, man, not even, not even just from the business, in, you know, the money and the life that we've created, but just from, you know, finally doing the right things and, and treating my wife with the respect she deserves and treating my kids with the respect they deserve and putting them first and being a leader from that perspective, not just providing like real leadership, especially for your family is showing up for them. And that's what, especially men in entrepreneurship and business, you know, we got we, the fine line between wanting to provide and give your family a better life. Well, if you're working 80 hours a week to do that and you're missing everything that's going on in your kid's life, you're not giving them a better life. You're just another absent father who's using your big work schedule, your, your big workload. You're wearing it as a badge of honor when really it's just you avoiding your actual responsibilities. Yeah. So, it took me a long. And I had to learn all that the hard way. That's why I can well, say I'm still I'm still yeah. learning it myself, but I I'm picking up what you're putting down because I did it for so long, and that's one of the reasons why I keep my life as simple as it is these days. You know, I've had some of the 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 what appear to be these 
really seductive lifestyle things, speaking from the stages and, you know, doing all flying around, traveling, sitting in first class and the man, you know, and the, you know, having the big office downtown and all this stuff. And, uh, that was, I had a, a company, um, before this that we sold, um, information similar, similar to this, but we also had a little bit of software and, um, man, I had my priority. I was actually just talking to my, my wife about it. Um, I had my priorities so, uh, uh, you know, misaligned yeah. and, um, I, you know, I went through similar, uh, work that you did and did similar work that you did on myself, uh, in, in how I was showing up in my family and how I was showing up for my kids and how I was showing up for my wife and reprioritized my life before we launched legendary. And that's why, um, why I show up in the consistent and simple ways that I do now uh, because to keep these priorities in order, which if I don't have that, if I'm not very intentional about that, I, it's not even that I, I'm trying to be a bad guy, but I just can get distracted and I can get overwhelmed. And I actually think us men are some of the most emotional people in the, more so than women, we don't know how to cope with our feelings, yeah. right? So we use all these other things to mask and kind of just in your right. Then we come home after a day of providing, you know, out there and, you know, our family gets the, the, the ends meet. We take up, you know, I used to take up a lot of space in the house and until I got with this mentor, I've got a mentor named Ken, he's outside of uh, work and entrepreneurship Um uh, he's a therapist and he's a, he's a, a guy who I uh, am a part of one of his groups. And he, he talked about not taking up so much space, Dave. He was like, Dave, you take up so much space, man. Everything's about you all the time. And it's a real gift to your family if you can create actual like financial freedom, but not have to put them through hell to do it, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's one of the unique things, too you know, about all of this is like, I, I know everybody, especially when you start experiencing a little bit of success and especially if you're doing it the route I took, you know, the affiliate marketing route, you go through these kind of phases where like, oh man, this is great. You know, I've made X, Y, Z amount of money, but I'm only getting X, Y, Z percentage of it. Well, what if I go out there, you know, I make my own thing now that I know how to do this and, you know, I could get a hundred percent of it. Right. And you go through like these phases you're like, well, I can help more people. I can impact more people this way. And then you, you start to do it a little bit. You get a little distracted and you start to realize, well, this is a heck of a lot more work than I really, you yeah. know, I, I kind of like the lifestyle of getting to work for an hour, maybe two a day. If, if that's what I really want to do, I can put in two or three solid hours, you know, make some content, get ahead, maybe put a YouTube video out there instead of just some TikToks. You know, maybe send an email to my audience. It will help them, it, you know, and then I, I start. Often get, I often get people that have their own things and they're like, yeah, you know, I got my $10,000 offer, my coaching offer. You know, it, it's great, but I'm working like 16 hours a day. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> pump the brakes. You know, like I don't want to be doing that. And so, you know, it's 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 not a bad life being a content creator and doing the affiliate marketing thing. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. in fact, I, every time I start to get a little bit distracted, you know, I take a step back and I'm like, 
I'm like, man, you know, like a, a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I, like we, we went through the Yellowstone phase. We binged Yellowstone in a couple of weeks. And you know what? I was watching it from nine o'clock in the morning until one o'clock in the afternoon. Just wow. in the middle of the day. Monday Good for you, Friday, man. That's great. <laughs> that is the retired life. Exactly. And then from one o'clock to two o'clock in the afternoon, or one o'clock to three some days, I'd, I'd make content. I'd, I'd work on my business, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I've been really just trying to take some time to, to enjoy all that because yeah. it's, it's really, really cool. And you know what? When you get to a certain <clears throat> level and you create the consistency and you understand what works, you can focus on only what works and shut everything else out. And that's how you make, create one of those elusive four hour work weeks. Yeah. You know, that's, I that's agree. how you do it. I, so. and you know, it, it's, um, I am off, often, uh, jealous of sometimes just of our students, right. How, how, cause just doing affiliate marketing, you're right. is really the ultimate lifestyle business. I mean, it's, there's nothing that's there. If you can get good at affiliate marketing, it is the, ultimate lifestyle because you're not delivering anything you're not teaching any. a lot of you are like well you know how do i put my face in the camera how do i come up with content well that's the bare minimum right that's the bare minimum is 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 marketing right but if you're just an affiliate marketer you don't have to deliver content coaching you know here at 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 uh legendary of course we do courses coaching and events Right. So, and it is a lot. It's a lot to do all three of those. Right. Uh, we have a team of over a hundred people now, you know what I mean? Um, a wonderful team that allows me to have a wonderful life, by the way, just, 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 so, just so everybody knows, um, an absolutely wildly talented team as Josh has met many of them. Um, but there's no better lifestyle business than this. And you're nailing it right on the head. The that's the perfect example. The ability to be able to watch Yellowstone from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the afternoon. It doesn't get any better than that. And guess what? I actually am sitting in my office house right now. I've got a TV right there. I've got a couch right there. Nice big couch. If I wanted to sit on that couch right there, I could. And I could just grab me a couple of episodes of... I've been into that Sylvester Stallone um series that came out on paramount tulsa tulsa king you guys gotta oh, check that out i haven't seen that one yet but. he's 70 something years old he's absolutely on every uh growth enhancer in 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 anything that boy can be taken he is because he looks as rock solid and ripped as he did back when he was in his 40s it's unbelievable but that's besides the point. So how are you staying? How are you staying? Um, how do you take care of yourself throughout the day? What things have you done to with the extra money that you now have? Of course, you're retired. So you've replaced your income, but you're also making more than you've ever made, I assume. And yeah. so how have you upgraded your life? I was just watching a video with one of my one of my industry buddies, Noah over at AppSumo, he's got a, a, a YouTube channel and he was on a, he went to an airport. This is some of the creative stuff that some people do to, to create content. He goes to a private airport and just starts basically harassing people as they're driving into this airport and get convinces this guy who is flying solo to Boston on his private jet to let him sit in. Okay. 
And as he's sitting here and he's talking to this guy, he's like, what, what, how has your life changed now that you're like a, a billionaire, right? And you've got a private jet and all this kind of stuff. Here's the, just, just so you guys can see what I was, what I was, what I was watching here. The, the, literally, I was watched just as I was having breakfast here before we went live. Um, and, and this guy's like, this guy's like, well, you know, basically I eat the best food that I can eat. Right. Because, you know, I have a lot of the same problems that people have that are not millionaires or billionaires, but I just have different resources to be able to handle those problems. So I can still gain weight. I can still get ill, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things that I've changed is I eat the best food, all organic, et cetera, et cetera. I can relate to that. I've bragged a little bit recently how we how we hired a chef. Now, it took a long time for us to do that, but we did it. And, and last night she made sushi, the best stuff you'd ever tasted in your life. It was unbelievable. How have you upgraded your life or your family's life over the course of the last year with the money that you've been making? How has life changed in, in some of those practical ways, but you, they make a big impact? Yeah, well, I mean, I think the first and the most obvious one is we moved to Texas and we bought a house that was twice the square footage of the one we were living in in Wyoming. So that's that's nice. You know, we got a lot more space um, and we're, we're able to do that. And then, you know, the the private chef, I got I have a little bit of chef envy right now because my wife and I both hate cooking. We hate we, we, we just don't like doing it. It takes so much time. It's. It's not one of those things. So we're we're looking we're actually looking into um, what it would be like to to hire somebody to cook meals as well. So that's a that's one hey, of the big goals for this year. Hey, babe, how much is our is our chef just for perspective? Aaron. I think she, Aaron, how much is is our our, our home chef? Two thousand a week. Ooh, that's 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 a little steep, but you know. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but um, it's worth it, right? Well, like, I've got lunch today. I've got sushi and uh, uh dinner at night. I mean, for me, my BMs since having a private chef have never been healthier. Yeah, I think we talked at the mastermind and you said you had lost something like 20 pounds since you started with the yeah, well, work, I've been working out a, a little bit, but yeah. That's an example of how I have with resources upgraded my my life and so you bought a house, so yeah. you bought a house yeah. that doubled square footage it, it from the previous house and how has that changed your family's life? What is that what is that well, I have an office now to actually okay. work from. I don't. I no longer got to make content for my kitchen table every day, so <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um, but for for my family and the rest of us, I think the big one is you know instead of just having a, a twenty dollar a month gym membership to to Planet Fitness, um, you know we go we go to Lifetime Fitness now here in Houston. You know we're paying almost five hundred dollars a month for a family membership, but you know, they've got childcare programs and it's not like something where you just show up and drop your kid off. Like, you know, they've got different classes for the kids. Like the kids can learn yoga. They can do gymnastics. They, right. they've got a play gym. They can, you know, challenge their creativity with arts and crafts and history lessons and things like that. So we could drop our kids off 
you know, and then they've got the cafe there, which is all organic food, which is all, you know, healthy for you. So we can go there, we can drop the kids off, we can get a workout in, you know, we can eat at the cafe, like eat better than we would if we were eating out. Right. Um, and then, you know, I, we have the, the max membership where I go in and you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I like to pay for help. Like I go in and I don't have to use the brain power of coming up with my own workouts. I just go to a class and I got a, a, a coach who tells me, Hey, this is what we're, this is exactly what you need to do. And they guide you through the whole workout. I'm in and out an hour, get a better workout than I could get on my own. You know, so that, that's an example. I'm starting to get into much better shape again, back, back to my fighting weight, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I want to be clear with everybody because, you know, some of you are wondering and asking questions like about my chef, like, which by the way. You know, I, 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 Josh and I are not speaking of these things because we want to be braggadocious or, you know, anything like that. It's just understand that your life, I'm not worried about whether the food is included in that or not. I didn't even know how much it cost because it's a small, it's a small ratio of my income. It doesn't, it, it, it's, it doesn't matter to me. You know, I'm not sitting here and my wife, it probably does matter to her, but to me, it's like, I don't know whether the food's included. It's not that big of a deal. It is included in that. Okay. She's, my wife knows, but for me, it's, and that's good. We're not, we're not flipping. We're not, we're not, I mean, we're, we're great stewards of money. What were you saying? Come here. Come on. Come on in. Come on in, Mrs. Sharp. Join the show. Let's hear it from the horse's mouth. I, I just want to say that when we started, we were cutting coupons. So I don't, don't. We're not, we're, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm sending the wrong message. Okay. Do you think I am? No, I just want people to know that. Yeah. And you were pawning those numismatic coins. Oh my right? God, we were we couldn't afford to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, it's it was that was back when I was when we were splitting the rent. This was back in two thousand and what nine. We were splitting the rent, and I was doing MLM. And one of the MLM companies that I was in was uh, the product was numismatic coins. Okay, so it was like your product is an asset. Right. And so, um, I was like, God, I'm going to get rich. This is brilliant. You know, I didn't make anything except I just kept paying the $99 a month for the numismatic coin. So then I ran and I didn't have my half. And she looked at me and she said, you better go take those numismatic coins right to the pawn shop. I don't give a shit. I was like, they're valuable. And then I took them to the pawn shop and the guy was like, I'll give you like 20 bucks from, I was like, I paid 99. He was like, I'm just telling you what they're worth, man. You know? And I was like, Oh my God. But yeah, I think, I think, um, I think people understand that. And, and, uh, the point is the point, the, 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 we all got to walk through the front door in this game and nobody really, I'd like you to talk a little bit more about some of the things behind the scenes that people haven't seen or don't know about you that you're current, you know, everybody, there's a lot of people who have seen you and you've got a million followers at this point. Is that right? Yeah. Like 1.1 on Facebook, I think. 1.1 million followers on Facebook. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. I mean, you're, you're famous on Facebook. I guess so. I, you know, I don't, So what, what to say that, but that's crazy. I mean that, that let's talk about that for a second. So 
in you say in your main platform right now is actually TikTok. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so can you make sense of that? How do you have 1.1 million followers on Facebook, but right now you're back in love with TikTok? Yeah. So, so the thing is, like, I've got the 1.1 million followers on Facebook, right? And that's great, and I still get sales from Facebook every day, just from, you know, maintaining it. Um, but I've, I've never really liked Facebook. I just went through that phase where Facebook was getting like really, really big for me. And so I rode the wave as much as I possibly could. Um, but there, there's so much just junk in, in garbage to me, you know, on Facebook, there's a lot of good there too. Right. But there's, there's so much garbage there. Um, that I never really wanted to go like full in with a Facebook strategy. And so I've just been just been riding the wave, you know, and I, I, I maintain it. And what happened is, and I think I say this in the training, what people don't realize is I was still creating all of my content on TikTok, but I was creating it for Facebook because I knew what Facebook wanted and it was working for me. And so when I did that, naturally, TikTok slowed down. A lot because I wasn't creating content for TikTok. I was using TikTok to create it, but I was still creating content on TikTok. So I had the presence there. Right. And then what happened is I just kind of got sick of Facebook and I was like, man, I, I really, really like TikTok and nobody's talking about TikTok anymore. Like everybody's <laughs> like moved on. Like, like TikTok has just disappeared. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start creating content again for TikTok. And, you know, I sure enough, my my old account, I had like 217,000 followers on TikTok. It got completely banned. And so I started all over and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun building a TikTok from scratch again. And I think I just crossed like 69,000 or 70,000 followers. Um, but it was making content specifically for TikTok. And it was content that I enjoyed making more. Where, you know, you can get away with creating the content where it's just text on the screen and all of that. And you'll get views and you'll get traffic and you'll get sales. But to me, I'm at the point where like, you know, I want to get on podcasts and I, I want people to hear me talking and I want to cut up that and make it my content. I want so I call it talking head style of content where just a talking head, you know, and I come up, I have a hook. I tell a story about it. And then I have a call to action at the end of most videos. Like, and I like making that kind of content more because to me, it feels more valuable. It feels deeper and it feels like you can build a better relationship um, with your audience that way. And so I did that for a few months. And sure enough, like I've, I've made money from TikTok in the last couple of months that I had never made on TikTok, even during like the crazy TikTok boom where everybody came in and did all this crazy stuff. I never hit that level of other people. And now I'm kind of like making content on TikTok again. And it's like, holy crap, this place is this place is a gold mine. If you actually talk to your audience in TikTok's cool because it, it makes it so easy for you. You make one video, somebody comments, you just hit the reply button and you talk for 45 seconds. Holy crap. Now TikTok, you're you're literally answering your audience's questions. And TikTok wants you to do this. So you're building deeper relationships with your audience. And, like you're, and TikTok is literally telling you exactly how they're going to send you more people, but not just more people to make a video go viral. They're going to send you more people who actually want to consume your content and they're interested in what you're saying and are going to be buyers. 
and not just people who jump into something, you know, and buy it and then never do anything with it. They're actually going to go through the training. They're actually going to, you know, they're going to get on your email list and they're going to crave more content from you. And then the next thing you promote, they're going to buy that too. They're going to be the lifelong customers. And that's, that's what I'm learning about, you know, my personal journey and about my content is like when I'm actually speaking and talking, I'm creating a better audience. It's not as viral. I'm not, I don't have the vanity metrics anymore, but I'm creating people who actually want to engage with me, who want to learn from me. And as an affiliate marketer, the most important thing, they'll take my recommendations and they'll go get Legendary's training because I recommend it. They'll go use XYZ software because I recommend it and they trust me to do that. Yeah. And you've began to start, you've started the relationship with that, them asking you answering. They're the student, you're the teacher, and that's exactly, or you're the person who's delivering value, either entertaining them or educating them, right? That relationship is always established up front, right at the beginning, instantly. Who's who in the relationship, right? And if you start the relationship off, of course, and you're either and you're answering somebody else's question, which is usually the first way they're going to consume that kind of content. Right. Is if you're answering somebody else's question or they've just seen a video of you delivering something. But it's established right then and there that you're the you're the person who's going to be answering their questions more so if you're talking than it's if it's just on the screen. Right. That's what you're saying. When yeah. you're talking, it's even it's even more powerful. The relationship is established right there up front. They hear your voice. And 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 I think that's what a lot of people are missing, and maybe even yourself when you started, when you didn't want to talk, when you didn't want when or when others didn't did, how, what did that journey look like from you going from not wanting to talk as much to wanting to talk? And even in now you're like, oh, I want to talk more. I want to be yeah. on podcast. What, what does that journey look like? Because I think that a lot of people feel like they don't have anything to say, don't have value and just lack overall belief in themselves. Yeah. Well, it's kind of gone through phases, actually, because my first little bit of wave of success on TikTok, I was going live every single day, it, you know, which is great. Going live is a great way to connect with your audience. You're going to build, you know, deep, meaningful relationships that way. But I kind of got burnt out of it after a while of, you know, kind of doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I was like, well, let me figure out a way to, to create content where I don't have to, to talk as much or I don't have to spend an hour going live every day. And it was like, OK, I figured that out. And then it was like, well, this content is cool and it's working and it's paying the bills. But then now I kind of want to talk more. So I found that happy medium. I still don't really want to go live. It's not it's just not something I want to do at this stage of my journey, really. Um, so I've kind of find that happy medium where I'm almost going live, but it's just from making a 45 second long clip or a minute long clip or a 30 second long clip. And it's more impactful because, you know, I can I can really think it out. And it also it helps me work on my content and my copy as well. Right. Because I'm kind of thinking through it where in the moment you kind of on a live, you just say the first thing that comes to your mind because you're reacting. And then you think about it after you're like, Oh, I could have said this differently. You know, I could have maybe made more of an impact if I said it this way. And so it really helps you kind of work on your content um, in your copy that way. And I think that's really, 
really kind of helping me develop as a marketer too is, you know, being able to create better copy. Um, I don't better. know if that answered your question. I kind of started yeah. down a rabbit trail, I think. So no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, it's all good stuff. I, and so I hear what you're saying that kind of, sh you know, you went live and you were all over the place and then you began it, and that was valuable, but you didn't enjoy it. It was, it was kind of working, but you yeah. didn't enjoy it as much. Yep. And, and now you found this happy medium where you're being more on purpose with your content. You're planning it out more. You're yep. being more intentional with what you're going to say and kind of the messaging and just your overall brand versus just reactionary, more intentional. Um, does that include plan creating content in, in kind of bulk on, on it, or are you creating it kind of as it comes? What does a, a day in the life of or a week in the life of look like at this point? Yeah, so it's a little it's a little bit of both, and I'm kind of adapting a new strategy right now. Um, where the cool thing about what I'm doing now is you can take your content, right? And when it's more meaningful and you're focused on your copy and you actually script it out ahead of time, well, boom, now you've got a video that you're gonna make that's gonna provide a ton of value for TikTok and in the Reels platforms where people are gonna actually hear you and you get to speak. But then also you just take that, make a couple of tweaks to it. And it's an email now that you're sending your email subscribers. And then it's three or four story slides that you can go post on Instagram to give value to your Instagram. Like, so it's by creating one piece of content, you now have something for every single platform and oh, lo and behold, you can take the same concept, expand upon it a little bit more, turn it into a YouTube video and a blog post. And now you're checking off every single possible box that there is for affiliate marketers, digital marketers, you know, and you're creating more meaningful content. So when when it comes down to it, a lot of times I my phone is actually not I can't I can't grab it right now, but I set alarms like something pops into my head. And in that moment, I stop whatever it is I'm doing. And I just set an alarm. And I'm like, this is a content idea that I thought of. So I'll set an alarm and then I'll either set it for the evening or the morning the next day. Um, and then I'll write it down and I'll put it in my planner. Like this is the content, you know, I want to talk about for the next week. This is the, the story I want to share. You know, if there's something that happens, you know, I'm walking down the street and I see some lady with her head down on her phone, walk into traffic. I'm like, holy crap, what's the lesson in this? How can I share this? Like with, with my audience, you know, that this lady was so consumed with her phone and scrolling on social media that she walked straight into traffic. Like how often do we walk through life like this? How often are you working at your nine to five, just aimlessly looking down at your screen, going through life when you could be doing something different? You know, and so I start you, when you do it like this, you start to see everything as an opportunity to create content. And you're like, what's the lesson in this? What's the lesson in this? What can I teach from this? And you'll come up with the stupidest things like you don't even realize it. And all of a sudden you have this incredible piece of content that you thought was really, really stupid. But people are like, holy crap, I never thought of making mac and cheese for my kids in that way. Like, I didn't realize you could apply that to business. Like, so. And when you use those powerful analogies, like what you just, what, what you just used, which at first it's like, what the hell are you talking about? Where are you going with this? Yeah. And then when you bring it home with a powerful point that relates to their life, 
it's like that's the ultimate Disney storytelling adventure. It's just condensed down into 30 or 45 seconds. Yeah. And that's exactly how you feel at the beginning of every great movie, at the beginning of every great story. What the hell is, what the hell? That's called a hook. <laughs> that That's, it's getting somebody's attention. You jumble their mind at the beginning uh, with some sort of, um, you, you know, what was something odd or, or this late today? I was walking down the street and saw a lady looking down at her phone. She walked right into traffic. Here's what I learned from that situation. Right. Or it's just like, okay, what the hell's, where is he going with that? What, or starting the story in the middle of it is another way to kind of break people's state. He was laying in bed in a puddle of sweat. I mean, if you started a video like that, just like Hollywood movies start their videos like that, you're going to get more attention and eyeballs and more buy-in, and you're going to get people more interested. And they're going to be impressed just simply by the fact that you told a story. But because they're, to, to most people, creativity, to most people, they've been trained to be consumers. We all have. We've all been, nobody, not, that's why when somebody does something creative, I mean, you can be, I've been in so many rooms and it's like when one person's creative or thinks of something, everybody erupts because it's it's so difficult to be creative because we've just been trained to just consume and not think. And your ideas are probably not good. They're not good enough. You know, just be quiet. Do your job. Nobody asked you. Yeah. Right. And and so now we get in. I've seen a couple of comments. What is content? Content, my friends, is anything that somebody consumes a video, a written article, blog post, Facebook post, a picture, a meme, any, an email, anything that somebody consumes, a webinar, a tele-webinar, a conference call, a, 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 a Loom video, an audio message, a text message, it's all content. Yeah. A newspaper, a, your news show, it's It's amazing. We consume content all day, every day, and don't know what it is. I mean, and I'm not saying that condescendingly, but I'm. it's like content's everywhere, and we're so trained to only consume it yeah. that actually identifying, and I've always said this. You said it too just a moment ago. When you get this information, you start to see the world through different lenses, Yep. Everything now, instead of it just being entertainment or somebody else giving you, telling you, teaching you, entertaining you, educating you, now you start doing that. And guess what? Whoever's providing the content, not consuming the content, who's ever providing the content, it doesn't matter what it is, training, college, entertainment movies the guy who's out on the field or the gals who's out on the field playing the sports who's ever creating the content getting paid and who's ever consuming the content is always paying and it's just that simple isn't it so it kind of makes us me realize a couple of years ago i'm like a media company as much as i'm anything because every thing is about my content. It's about the content that I create, whether it be my, my sales videos and webinars or sales letters and emails, or whether it be my marketing content, 
that's chumming the waters that I'm posting on social media out there. It's all about content. And so I started to kind of treat, create content differently, more, oh my God, this is really, this is like, it's kind of like Dave Chappelle or, or Seinfeld, right? Who created this, these, these TV series many years ago and they got paid for them. But now all of a sudden all these streaming services popped up and guess what? They're going back to all these people saying, we'll pay you tens of millions of dollars to continue to let us stream what you already created 20 years ago. So are you, Josh, repurposing? How do you treat your content? I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, well, yeah, I created so much content last year. I could re repurpose it again this year. How are you? You described one way that you're repurposing content a minute ago. Yeah. You can come up with one idea and turn it into a Facebook post, a, a TikTok video, a TikTok, a Facebook video, an email. You can turn it into little memes or put it in a story on Facebook or Instagram. How then are you are you saving that and also then repurposing that in the future or building? How is your email autoresponder? built out or set up? How are you utilizing this so valuable media that you're creating in, in, in multiple ways or over and over, or are you? Yeah. So, so I've heard, actually, I've talked to actually one of the really successful people in the promote legendary Andre. He said he made so much content that for like a year, he just reposted stuff and didn't make any new content. And I was like, man, that's, that's awesome. That sounds great. But what I found for me personally is I, I enjoy making yeah. content like content is genuinely fun for me to make. I like it And I'm a big person for consistency. You know, like if you were at that mastermind back in May, you know, like my whole story is about consistency in doing the little things over and over and over again, doing them the right way. And so for me, the one consistent thing to keep growing as a marketer to keep growing as an educator in this space is to be creating content. So that's the thing I try to do every single day, no matter what. So yeah, I could go through, I've got probably a thousand videos now that I could just go. They're all on my phone in the cloud. Still, I could go through, you know, I could use save talk or, or, or uh, snap tick in, you know, remove the watermark, put them on different accounts or, or reuse them again, or even keep the watermark and reuse them again, all on my account. Um, but for the most part, I don't, because for me, for how I work, what gets me motivated is creating content. I enjoy it. So I try mm -hmm. to create new, fresh content every single day. Now that doesn't mean I have to come up with a new idea every day because crap, like I, I say the same thing over and over and over again, I just kind of say it in different ways, you know, like, and that that's part of it too. That's part of yeah. getting your message across is saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. And not to reference the mastermind back in May again, but Andrea, I mentioned it in my presentation because it was so impactful to me. She said something like that. She's been saying the same thing over and over again for 13 months, just the same thing over and over and over again. And I think she's what, like three X platinum with you all now. Like, uh, like you say the same thing over and over and over again. And you can, what? Like it blew my mind when she yeah. said that. 
And I, you know, I thought in my head, I was like, well, I kind of already have been doing that, but it yeah. just kind of connected some dots for me. And I'm like, man, that's, that's really, that's what it comes down to. Like, I love your answer, man. By the way, I just want to just go back before we move on. Like, cause man, the, the fact that, you know, I presented the, the point about the power of our content and the power of our media. And, and, you know, you explained how you're repurposing things on a date, like, like you could come up with a video idea and then also write an email about that and also like do, but the fact that you're creating new content daily versus trying to like use old stuff because you want to keep that iron sharp is, is really, really something, man. And it's really, um, I think that's really good for people to hear. It's, it's, I've never, um, I've never stopped creating content and in, in marketing. It's always been important for me also to keep, you know, a keyboard close by, you know what I mean? To, to, to bang my fingers on this thing, hunt and pick myself a sales letter or, a, you know, whatever I need. I've been writing my copy pretty much every word. Now it's changing because we've got some amazing people on the team who are, who are helping. Um, but uh, for many years, uh, I wrote a hundred percent of all my content. I still do a hundred percent of all the videos, a hundred percent of all of the, the webinar slides, everything, everything is still my hands on the, the content, the marketing. And so I'm really glad that you said that because that is a timeless, that is a that is a timeless principle that no matter what comes out and it's going to be even more dangerous as more tools come out, like that do more of these jobs for us. I think the people who have the attitude that you have that look, I need to be careful about getting too lazy. I need to be careful about too much outsourcing or too getting too far away from these core skills of being comfortable on camera, being able to make a point in 45 seconds and make it interesting. Those are skills that you've developed. You weren't good at those when you first started, were you? Oh, no. I watched some of my first content ever back. <laughs> it was probably a month ago. I watched some of my first content ever. And I'm like, what in the actual like, what was I talking about? What? Why would I ever put this out on the Internet? Why did I do that? <laughs> so, but you know, we're our own biggest critic, right? So we, yeah, of you know, course, nobody else that. thinks that. But it wasn't yeah, that bad. But no, it, it no, made it me was. cringe, like looking at some of the old stuff that I used to do. So I watched a video of mine from 10, 12 years ago, 10 or 12 years ago the other day. I was like, you know what? I wasn't that bad. You know, I wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, especially the, the, the further you get along, you just kind of think, wow, like you, you think kind of like, how did I, how did I get by with this? Like I was watching this video the other day, um, uh, of an interview of me that I was on a show just like this, man, ju just like this, just, just like this dude, 12 years ago, look at this 12 years ago. And, uh, you know, I was the member of the month of this, of this pro, you know, it was a training platform for network marketers, you know, and, um, here I am. I'm so much more than I, than I paid for the system itself. You, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm just, you, you know, it's like, it's like young Dave Sharp. <laughs> I'm Dave Sharp. I didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground. I mean, I'm literally just talking, 
you know, I, but you know what? It was, it was funny because going and listening to that, I had a lot of the same, it was, a, it was the same shit. I said, people just don't come in and go take the time to go through the training and, and actually just learn. Like you, we see it all the time in our Facebook groups, even on the show. It's like, where do I start? Where do I start? You start, I mean, you start on day one yeah. <laughs> of the challenge. And then if you buy our blueprints, we've got a little link that says start here. You know, it's like you can't just sit on the outside or sit in the the, the stands and just yell down on the field, where do I start? When people are playing, they're playing the game. Go down on the field and, and say, hey, can I come in? I, can I be the quarterback for a play? You got to go get in the game. There's a day one. There's a day two. Go through those days of the challenge all the way up for, for 15 days. Go back through them if you forgot where to start. I promise you, you'll begin to get clarity. You can reach out to one of our business plan advisors. They'll point you in the right direction. Um, and you know what? It, 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 if you still can't figure it out, if you still have absolutely no idea what you're doing, then maybe entrepreneurship isn't for you. I mean, it doesn't have to be for everybody. We're not sitting here saying this is guaranteed to work for. We actually say we don't guarantee anything. We actually say the majority of people that buy any how-to information from anywhere don't do shit with it. The same way that they don't do anything with a gym membership or most other subscription-based self-improvement things. Yep. Right? I would I, I would even venture to say that nowadays, or at least recently, um, the the people using their four year in in their degrees are at an all time low. Yeah, I mean, I meet I meet more people that say I went through college and am not using my my degree than I meet people who are using their degree in the field in which they graduated. So, you know, but but what I said in that interview back twelve years ago was people just don't take the time to just go through and see it for themselves. They'd rather sit outside of the front door and go. Where, where do I start? How do I start? Like yelling into the building or yelling down onto the field. And I'm not saying that to be condescending people. I'm saying that because it's true. Yeah. And I'm just, we're just one page over here, one live stream. You don't have to listen to it if this is not the kind of stuff that you want to hear. But we're teaching people how to be entrepreneurs here. And we go back to what I originally said uh, and what we were talking about, personal responsibility. We're actually creating our own problems by not taking personal responsibility. But my point here is, is that the same habits people have had for the entire 12 years that I've been doing this, 12 years ago, it was the same problem that people had. Different platforms, different technology, TikTok didn't exist. But the, the core problem was not that people couldn't figure out how to do Facebook or this or that. It was they would not just take the initiative at the beginning to just do the simple work to, to begin to learn the skills and begin to understand some things on their own yeah. versus having somebody fly out to their house and, and sit down. That's just not how this works. It's not a job. It's the exact opposite of the job, which means that you don't get paid up front. You don't guarantee to get paid if you put in a certain amount of hours. Um, there's a good chance you ain't going to make jack shit for a little while. And you got to be okay with that, right? What do you say to the people who come in and say, look, I've been posted on TikTok for a week. I've got 35 opt-ins. Nobody's bought yet. And they're frustrated. 
Well, welcome to the club. Welcome to welcome to getting started. You know, <laughs> like, but I mean, you you just gotta you gotta keep doing it. And I think the issue is, and it kind of goes back to what you said about just getting started. And like, you can't you can't reach a level of you know x amount of dollars a month or being a good content creator. You can't just jump in and expect to be there. It's not all going to be perfect right away. You're not going to have the business that you want right away. But the point is, like, you need to get started. And then you take the next step. And then the next step. And then the next step. And whether it's, you know, three weeks down the road or six months down the road or two years down the road, you know, eventually, if you're taking the right steps, you're going to reach that result. Or, or better, a better way to put that is, if you truly believe that you're going to reach that result, then there's, there's no other thing that can happen. There's no other thing that can happen. If you believe it, you'll do the things necessary to make it happen. And I think where a lot, of, a lot of people miss the mark is they don't truly believe in the thing that they're learning or they don't truly believe in themselves. And it goes back to what we said at the beginning. People have a lot of work to do internally to figure this crap out. Because if you don't believe in yourself... It doesn't matter what the opportunity is, you're going to fail at it because nobody else believes in you in the first place. So if nobody else believes in you and you don't believe in yourself, you're screwed. Like you have to be the one to believe in yourself. Like, like because if you don't, nobody else is going to. They're and that not. might be a tough dose of reality for, for people to understand. But like nobody believed in me when I started it. Nobody. Nobody knew, nobody had any freaking clue what this was. People thought it was a joke. Like, but you, but I believed in it. I knew it could work and I was going to make it work. And so I took a step and then I took the next step. And then you look back and if something is, if you have 300 opt-ins and nobody's bought anything, well, maybe you're making crap content. Maybe you're delivering the wrong message. Dive in, figure out what chumming the water really is. Figure out what being the hunted versus hunting people is. You're sending a hundred DMs every day trying to get people to buy your thing. Well, maybe you're coming off desperate. Nobody likes the reek of desperation. Nobody's going to buy anything from you. You know, like look back and actually figure out what the crap it is you're doing and figure out why it's not working, you know, and don't just expect. And that's the issue with, with training too, even the ones that do get started, a lot of times, yeah, it's a clear, concise path, but you're you're a different person than the person who created that. You're a different person than me. You're a different person than Andrea or Andre or, or, or Becca or the people who are killing it right now. You're a different person than them. You have to figure out the little nuances that are gonna work for you. The path is clear. The system is simple follow it and then figure out how to be your damn self in the thing and make it work for you. Not just expect somebody's going to show up and, and do it all for you because that's not how it works. And I'm on a little bit of a rant right now in this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it right now. There's some crap programs out there right now that are taking affiliate marketing over right now that people are doing X, Y, Z amount of money because of this guarantee on their damn sales letter that they'll pay you $10,000 or more uh, if, if the business doesn't work for you. Yeah, good luck when the FTC comes freaking knocking about that guarantee. 
And maybe you should go read your fine print before you jump in a scammy program like that. Because it says right in the fine print, people, wake up. If you get even one follower on social media, they don't have to pay you that guarantee. You really want to be working with somebody who's promising you something like that. And then they have fine print there that's going to screw everybody over and they're never actually going to have to pay the guarantee. And they don't have to refund you your damn money. Like, anyway, I don't know how I got on that rant, but man, man figure it out for yourself. People well, cannot things- do it for you. You have to put in the work. Yeah. No matter how many people tell you it can be done for you, it cannot. Certain aspects may be able to be done for you, but at the end of the day, you got to show up, you got to put in the effort, and you got to make it happen for yourself because nobody else can do it for you. Those kind of programs, and I don't know the exact one that you're talking about because they're a dime a dozen. Honestly, yeah. they 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 yeah. have cut because these winners stories. focus on winning and losers focus on winners, right? I, mean, people, I, I took people, that from you a couple months ago. Well, people tell people report to me quite often that such and such is saying this and that about legendary. I mean, we we had a record, we had listen to this for a second. We had a record breaking sales day. Yesterday, <laughs> all time, seven years, all time, not, not two years ago, not two months ago, yesterday, <laughs> right? So, I mean, you know, it's all about how success you can't ride on yesterday's success. And so there's a lot of people, um, who think that, uh, you know, by preying on people's, um, you know, they're there. We all have that kind of greed and that's really what it is at a core. It's greed. Right. And so, and so when people are preying on that, it, it's, 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 it's ugly. It's disgusting. Um, but you know what, ultimately we're all adults and, um, and there are, and, and we, and you said it plain and straight. Um, if you're, if you're looking for a shortcut, you're probably going to find yourself in an alley. And you know what? I got a great tip. Stay out of dark alleys, folks. Yeah. Stay out of dark alleys. There's a lot of dark alleys on the internet as well. I've been on the internet for over 12 years. And let me tell you something. It's hard to maintain a reputation anywhere for that long. But it's even harder on the internet. And you can burn your reputation. You can burn your name so fast by who you associate with. We often step over dollars to pick up dimes. Quick little dimes, right? Step over those long-term dollars. And, you know, it's understandable. It's understandable because we're all just trying to, you know, we're all just trying to support our family. We're all just trying to do this. But thinking about the long term and thinking about who you associate with and actually using common sense is learning skills or is somebody selling me a done for you system with this and that X, Y, Z guarantee and promise? What's the actual more legitimate, more common sense, more sensible long term solution for me and my family? Think that through, because a lot of people with these programs, they'll go, they'll, you know, They'll max out credit cards. They'll mortgage their house. They'll do this. They'll do that to buy the ten, the fifteen, the twenty thousand dollar package. And the truth is, is that you know you don't need all that, especially when you're starting. Especially if you're buying something in order to qualify to sell it. 
that's actually illegal. Um, so if 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 what Josh is talking about, if what you're talking about is a is a, a program or a business opportunity where you have to buy something in order to then be able to sell it, you're in trouble. And so is the company. Uh, sooner or later, and we sometimes we got to go through those difficult experiences, um, like wasting time in the DMs. Our Facebook group can be another problem where some of that stuff happens. And we've we've we we try to educate people on how to handle those situations, not coddle you, not shield you, not protect you because you're all adults, right? But to educate you about what to look for, uh, and 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 you know what. Um, no matter what we say, there are certain people who are also going to get burned, who are going to make bad decisions, and that's going to be part of your part of your learning journey. Um, but uh, you're on fire, man! I can tell that you're you're uh, you know you're 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 feeling it. You're in your zone. Um, you've got intention about what you're doing, and you're going to be here for a long time, man. You're going to be here for a long time, and. Um, and in, in that what you're doing is how you build a long-term career in this. Uh, what you see, you're developing real skills. This is the difference between some of these other cats who I've seen and known who have kind of fumbled around from like business opportunity to business opportunity, always looking for the the the, the next hot thing instead of developing skills. When you develop the skills that you've developed to be able to create content, to be able to write emails to be able to know how to turn situations into edutainment, um, you can sell anything. You don't have to be dependent on what's hot or, you know, oh, I'm going to sell this even though it's kind of scammy because it converts well. You can choose and you can make money selling anything because of the way that you present it. It's all about the way that you present something and the, the actual skills that you develop. And you've done one hell of a job doing that, man. And each time I talk to you, you're more on fire. You're more sharp. You're more, you've got more confidence. That's the major thing that I notice about you from when we were at the mastermind together until now. It seems like your confidence has grown. Give us one, give us one thought on that to end the show either a tip or, or something that you've done. I mean, maybe it's just been the consistency of doing things every day. I don't know, but have you noticed the increase in confidence and what would you attribute it to? Man, I, I would go right back to the beginning of the show. I think my increase in confidence in, in my increase in, yeah, I guess my skill sets and confidence in myself is just going back to, to, to doing the work and letting go of a lot of resentment of getting to actually know myself to to not spend so much time scrolling on the internet and distracted by everything from life but really being able to reflect and really knowing who i am as a person and being able to let go of some of the hatred i had towards myself being able to let go of some of the hatred that i had towards other people um it, i think again it was just so freeing that now because i was able to do all that and i know who i am I really don't care what other people think of me. I am who I am. If, if you like it, great. If you don't, great. Because I, I, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. And I think once you get to that, that space of, of knowing yourself that well, you just you walk through life with a lot more confidence. You present yourself with a lot more confidence. And, and you are a lot more confident in what you're doing because you know who the crap you are. <laughs> so I, I think... 
I agree. I that's, that's, that's probably those, are those dynamics, right? I mean, there's the mechanics and then there's the dynamics and you're, you're talking about that inner game. So something that I wish I would have announced at the beginning, but man, I'm going to announce it to 505 people. Now, Josh is going to be the guest coach on the hot, the blueprints, hot seat coaching call today at 2 PM. Yeah. Y'all are stuck with me all day long today. <laughs> wow, dude. So, wow. Let me let you go so you can, you know, uh, maybe get some Yellowstone in, take a nap, do whatever you want to do for the next three hours. And then we'll meet you back at 2 p.m. Uh, for the on the Blueprints hot seat call. This sounds great. All right, I'm brother. Thanks for your time. Be legendary. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. See you, Josh. Thanks. All right, my friends. Go follow Josh over it on TikTok at Dad Entrepreneur Official. That's D A D. T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-W-E-R, official, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, Dadtrepreneur official over on TikTok. Man, you got to follow this guy, okay? You got to be getting inspired by Josh. This is somebody who started in, in such a, a similar spot to so many of you, to so many of us, to me included, just different times. Different spots on the timeline, but a, a great example of what's possible. Great example of where your confidence can grow into, where your income can grow into, where your business can grow into. And we're so thankful that he's you know hanging out to give back here to to all of you. So if you're not in the blueprints, get in the blueprints. He's going to be coaching today at 2 p.m. Eastern time on that hot seat blueprints call. If you don't know how to register for that, go into your members area under products hover over business blueprints and it says register for live training. He'll be on that 2 p.m. hot seat coaching call today. All right, get out of here, my friends. We'll hopefully see most of you today at 2 p.m. Eastern time and the rest of you back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern time for another episode. Get out of here.